Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the stories that make this world nerdier. From Odyssey's Nerd Talk, I'm your host, Gregor, and he's literally a realtor. He's Brandon from the internet, and gas prices aren't his fault. No, <laughs> no. Do you know whose fault they are? Huh. Joe Biden. <laughs> Not Joe the Biden. Movie. It's J apostrophe Biden. Uh, Jill Biden. Got it. You're yeah, blaming Jill the woman. Biden. I understand. Yeah, Very yeah. sexist. Brandon yeah. is who he is. <laughs> yeah. Now neither of us is a scientist, engineer, or supervillain, or knows anything about the economy yet. <laughs> Or no, will we ever? Or but if ever. you are, let us know what we get wrong, and more importantly, what we maybe even get right. Yeah. If you could tell a friend, write a review on the podcast thing that allows reviews of your choice, or just holler <laughs> at us with your answer to this episode's question of the week. <laughs> yeah, we we it's been a while, huh? Um, yeah, I guess so. All right, the question of the week. Okay, what we want you to do with this is go to the podcast app of your choice of wherever you're listening to this, and in the review section, give us five stars, but. Tell us the answer to the question of if you grew tentacles on any part of your body, which part of your body would you choose? Like, I feel like we do a lot of um, hypotheticals on this show, yeah. right? Like, sure. if you could, uh, I don't know, be any animal or if you could yeah. have any part of an animal on your body, right? This gets which, very If you specific. could have any animal's nipples, which one? <laughs> <laughs> right. Obviously, it's an orangutan, uh, except then that <laughs> robot gets like weirdly attracted to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, if you could grow tentacles on any part of your body, at which part would you choose? And don't say penis because it's already a tentacle, okay? <laughs> Well, all right, we'll get to that here later in the, in the episode. Uh, first, I would like to address a couple things. One, I had COVID, and then it was 4th Thanks. of July, so or reverse order. I can't remember. Anyway, that was terrible. Yeah. We got The 4th of July bag. or COVID? Yes. I got a bad case of Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, my neighbors definitely did, and they can... I was literally wishing that they would blow their dicks off with fireworks, because I <laughs> was tentacles. like, if you're, if you're compensating this hard, then like, just let's just go all in yeah. tentacle and all yeah um two i finished my college reapplication <laughs> to go back to school whoa and i started poking around looking into the notion of going back for physics whoa and so it's gonna it would take me 10 years to do it but like i mean i'm miserable anyway might as well right yeah yeah like why not why not be miserable with homework while also <laughs> having a toddler <laughs> he no longer toddles, bro. He is four. He's like full kid, isn't he? Like, oh. I was actually wondering. I've, you know, I have a baby, but like, uh, yeah. and I called him probably an infant for a while. But like, at what point did they stop being an infant and start being a baby? And then when do they toddle? And then when do they stop toddling? Yeah, you toddle when the when the walking starts, and so infant is until is until one year, I think, and then 
Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the I, 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 yeah. I. So why are you going to go back to school? Like, it's just. Uh, it seems like. Were you, did you just find out that Joe Biden was going to forgive a bunch of school debt, and so you were like, uh, you "Well, I might. I got to go get some debt so I can uh, get that forgiven." Uh, first of all. There's no way any administration is forgiving that level of debt unless the socialists take over, which is like something that a lot of people I know with a lot of debt would be like, let's go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm not here for that stuff. What I am here for, though, is space science and specifically the ones at MIT. I read about these stories, Brandon, and I want to know more about physics. And I went and saw Professor Brian Cox and I like learned a little bit about how to understand relativity and what quantum computing is and the potential for communicating like vast distances instantly using quantum computing and it's like i think our computer power is about to get just off the charts wacko here pretty quick and so i start reading stuff like space scientists at mit think that they found the way to reverse if not all some of the danger of global warming And they want to do it by launching a bunch of silicon bubbles into space. (laughs) It's like the same thing that entertains children and people on mushrooms is going to save humanity. And it might. Some MIT scientist just has a kid at home that's like, the bubbles, like every time they blow bubbles, the kid just gets more and more bored about it. He's like, what if, fine, like, what if I just, as I have a kid crying outside the door right now, what (laughs) if I just launch the bubbles into space? Then what? Would would that make you happy? (laughs) So they launched the silicon bubbles out to a stable point in an L1 Lagrange orbit, which is like a stable fixed orbit that would stay between the Earth and the and the Sun. So that way the Earth would rotate and it would. It's like um, it's the idea of like if you take a dime and you hold it up, you can block out the at arm's length. You can yeah. block out the yeah. uh, the moon, or I guess the sun if you're an idiot and look at the sun with your eyes sometimes. But um. It's the same thing where if you had these bubbles that could phase out some of the solar radiation, then you could keep the Earth from getting more of that and continuing to cook. So it doesn't solve the problem. Sure. We would still continue to destroy the planet, but we wouldn't have to worry about it as much. And even if they sell it as a temporary fix, as soon as we're like, that problem's over with, all right, back to burning stuff. Like, yeah. let's go. 7th of July. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I, uh, it's, we, we talk about all the time about uh, temporal solutions to very bad problems. And we're just like, oh, well, let's just like put a Band-Aid on it, yeah. right? Uh, but like usually when you put a Band-Aid on a wound, the wound heals. Uh, so like you're supposed to launch the space bubble and then fix the wound, which is obviously the amount of emissions that primarily large corporations are putting out into the or whomever or whoever it doesn't even matter who it is at the end of the day it's just like let's let's fix that but it's really gonna be like oh man glad we got that space bubble sorted and now all of our like atmosphere looks like rainbows all of the time because the way that the light is ultimately (laughs) going to end up refracting through these gigantic space bubbles but Um, we all get rocket cars so okay cool that run on bubbles (laughs) now the thing that blows my mind is like if you think about my dime analogy, you hold up the dime between arm's length and you can cover up the the moon, right? Yeah. What is it going to take to put something far enough from Earth that stays in a constant position that's big enough to block out the sun without yeah. having to be so far away? The answer is a pile of bubbles the size of Brazil. What? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wondering how big this bubble was going to have to be in order to do this thing. But yeah. I, like, if you had asked me before you told me it was the size of Brazil, if you'd asked me how big it would have needed to be, yeah. I would have said probably the size of the moon. Because you think about like an eclipse that happens, like yeah. a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse. Yeah. Uh, it's like the moon does a pretty good job, but it makes the entire Earth dark at the same time. So, And the, and the moon is trapped in our 
gravitational well to the point where it right. is right. orbiting. And so right. you have to be far enough away that it exists in the balance between, you have to get the mass just right, and it has to exist in the balance between the two without having much interference as we, you know, as we we get a little bit further away, the, is it the... I don't know the words for it, where the, you get a little further away and then you come in here you're at your closest point and then you're back out. And so it's like an yeah. elliptical orbit. It's not perfect. And so you got to find that perfect spot and probably make adjustments all the time yeah. for, or make it big enough. Now, the moon, actually bigger than Brazil. So well, Brazil is actually a kind of a nicer part of it. My thing about it is that it's another point that we bring up a lot where we're talking about these solutions. Do we fully understand, like, radiation from the sun and our right. own atmosphere enough that we can just like do this and there's no side effects like you said like the right. the rainbow light refracting through these well, bubbles and or, suddenly like all the green plants die because it's yeah. not getting the right amount well, I was of- going to say it's like all of a sudden it's like oh and, and photosynthesis doesn't exist anymore because we put a big space bubble out there but, but like this this creates like a much more like f- uh, kid friendly version of that movie Armageddon where it's like okay well now we have to pop the space bubble uh, and so, oh, I forgot, you've never seen a movie before, um, Armageddon, <laughs> there's an asteroid headed towards Earth, so what do they do? They they send a bunch of um, miners, people who Excuse know me. how to drill. Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis, yeah, uh, and Ben Affleck. Ugh. They send these these miners, uh, adults, that yeah. that dig up rocks, not children. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> people who dig up children? <laughs> you think, like... There's so many like space movies uh, about like s- some disaster is going to happen. Therefore, <laughs> we need to send X group of people. In this one, it was some asteroid is going to hit the Earth. The only way to solve this is to drill into the asteroid and nuke it to split it in half to go around the Earth. Um, the uh, uh, but like think about like the premise on it. Like if this were to happen in real life, it's like there's an asteroid heading to Earth, so we're gonna send those Chilean miners that were trapped underground for 19 days or whatever it was to go do this. Or uh, in the case of space cowboys, it's like oh well, nothing else to lose, so let's send all of these old guys to 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 space because you know they're gonna die anyway. Um, it's just it's funny to me to think about the premise, but like then you think about it in real life. You're like, okay, uh, let's solve global warming by shooting a bubble into space. Like it's 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 a, it's an equally like Hollywood weird premise that you would think that we'd all be like, what? Except here we are being like, oh yeah, the size of Brazil. Let's blow a bubble the size of Brazil. Uh, smaller than the moon, more favelas. Vuvuzelas, <laughs> even. Yeah, we have vuvuzelas. <laughs> well, at some point, it's just a step less ridiculous than what we do is we send up these big sections we hook them together and then foomp space umbrella right yeah, right yeah, like yeah. keep the radiation from raining down on earth space umbrella yeah. like yeah it's very rather than like i guess the scientists are probably some people are out there are just like oh, we're never going to convince the humans to change so let's yeah. just let's just figure out how we can do our best to handle it well so. i guess now i'm just excited about the fact of like sending a clint eastwood into space in a very long needle needle uh shaped rocket as soon as we learn that all of the plants are dying because we've destroyed photosynthesis you send them into space toward the sun in a needle shaped rocket to pop the bubbles <laughs> lasers bro choo 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but pew, pew, pew. my my other question though is like instead of building some new technology in space at a range that's almost impossible to deal with or whatever could we not just you know stop mowing the rainforest in brazil down like can we just like <laughs> yeah seems 
It does seem easier. It does seem easier. Like, like you it, put that rocket technology into like aiming lasers around a perimeter of the rainforest and being like, you go in, you get fried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, that seems, uh, it's, see, so you would think that like as humans, uh, we're inherently lazy. Like it's always easier to, to do nothing. So in this case, doing nothing would be just not harvesting the rainforest but instead we've decided no what if we launch bubbles in space and, and use that to 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 block but yeah I, I i've got a counter anything that white people can do where they utilize brown people to go do it for them like they're like that's like uh, as a white person who here's you know who lives with this with this history it has definitely been our way for the last several hundred years so, why do you think i profit? suggested the chilean miners go to space <laughs> to put these bubbles out now it all makes sense. Yeah, if we could just start, you know, I've got a solution. Can we just build a wall around the rainforest? Perfect. Trump's Perfect. wall yeah. right around it. What if we just built a wall around the earth and blocked out the, uh, just kept that, kept the sun out that way? Because you're not going to rave to that. You need a bubble wall yeah. and you need dance music. Oh, and then... man. Create an earth wide rave. Or in space. Space, in space rave. Space and then at the end, hit the button where the doors open, and they all get sucked out of the vacuum. of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sucked into the bubbles, and then they yeah. just live there. Oh, See? yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it sounds kind of cool. Live in a space bubble uh, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it feels like we're getting a lot closer to dinosaurs. and It's because of scientists who successfully freeze-dried and then cloned skin tissue samples of animals that are obviously dead. Unless so when you say like, like an animal that's obviously dead, do you just mean like that animal is guts and blood everywhere? Like that animal is obviously dead. No, I mean that if you freeze dry something like that animal, like if I if I freeze dried you, you don't survive. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are obviously okay. yeah. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like obviously like he exploded in a right, suction chamber in a vacuum <laughs> chamber to get the liquids out of him because yeah. that's also something they have to do. <laughs> and for it's it, all but... trapped in that space bubble. Very, really gross. <laughs> <laughs> so like. <laughs> Unless they figure out how to like cryo freeze stuff and then warm it back up and bring it back to life, which sounds equally creepy, this is, which and be excellent for space missions. It looks like they could freeze dry like a sample and then use the clonable cell parts. I don't understand that, whatever those are, to replicate the thing that's in stasis. And to me, I start thinking about it. And I'm like, let's go back to Jurassic Park here, and you find that that uh, mosquito trapped in amber. And you've got, like, actual tissues, and could we have, like, a prehistoric mosquito? And then, like, if there's dinosaur blood in there, could we use the blood cells to... Like, I'm basically getting at, I want I want my scenario where the pterodactyls are flying around. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, uh, see, my, my mind doesn't go to, like, let's bring back dinosaurs. Stegosaurus? Yeah. yeah Stegosaurus, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, my mind goes to, like... Um, like if you're just eating beef jerky one day and you're like, hmm, I wonder what this cow looked like. Let me clone this piece and wait a few months until they. Yeah. Ah, there he is. All right, get my bolt gun. We're making burgers. <laughs> this jerky has created limitless restaurant opportunities for me. <laughs> it would cut down on so much of the. If you just had the cloning and bolt gun combo and like one one unit. <laughs> It would cut down on so much of the agricultural cost that the world like, sees. But uh, take this strip of beef jerky, put it in the cloner. A few minutes later, mur, yeah, yeah. Like, sweet. <laughs> I turned this jerky into burgers. <laughs> and then everyone's just a butcher. Yeah, I saw yeah, the vegan yeah. version of it today, where someone was like, "We take all this garlic, and then we dry and eat half of it, and then we plant the rest, and we get two hundred more garlics next year." 
And I was like, look at you, smarty pants, with your garden garlic. But all also, you're eating is garlic at that point. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just everything's garlic. Always has been. <laughs> Somebody in high school called them a vampire because they were goth. And they're like, I might be goth, but I'm not vampire. Yeah, pro- I'll prove it. I'll prove it. <laughs> like, only eats garlic the rest of his entire life. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like your take on that. I like the idea of like whatever you find around. You're like, let's well, just see what if we can bring another one of these around. I mean, like, look, like the idea is is that you're taking cells of something. Uh, did, so, like, did they cryofreeze it before it died? Like, did in that way that they could like preserve these cells? Like, I guess the question is, is you know, if you got to the point where you have a, a beloved animal, right, and you wanted yeah. to like, hey, this dog was perfect or whatever, this cat was amazing, I love my bird that lives on my front porch, I have like a piece of their DNA that I can tr- cr- like cryo-freeze uh, or freeze-dry, like put it in my smoker uh, out in the back or whatever <laughs> it is, and I know that's not freeze-drying, but like you take that and you're like, okay, so when this animal dies... Well, it kind uh, of is because you're trying to get the moisture out of it. That, that's the whole goal is that you're trying to remove yeah. all the moisture so you can keep it for a long period of time. Well, so like, do you get to say like, okay, like I want, you know, Fido to come back to life. Therefore, you know, uh, like I'm going to just save this little, you know, clipping of their vial of their blood or whatever it is. And, and that way when they do die, I can like put it in the beef jerky machine and it'll pop out another, another version of that same dog. Right. And then it like, then it raises the whole question of like, is it the same dog though? Like it's obviously a different dog, but it's because we don't understand how memories are stored. Yeah. We don't understand how experience is collected yet. That's what Elon's working on with the whole neural link thing. So that way you could preserve your identity for forever. I mean, but there's a question. Think about how old people get all weird as they get older because they've got experience and like you know you tend to like lean in on your racism or your or your charity or whatever it is as you get older imagine if you yoda this this world and you (laughs) he figures out in a neural link it like by the time someone's 800 years old can you imagine how racist someone would be (laughs) (laughs) i can't even imagine like the degree that that would go to like it's a good it's a good like (laughs) yoda very wise extremely racist (laughs) You notice there's only one black Jedi. Like, <laughs> and they, and Yaddle had to convince him. <laughs> that is a deep pull. Uh, no, no, I guess like the, the, this like raises, a, I mean, we have so many things to talk about, but like this raises the question of like uh, with that Neuralink thing, right? Like um, if you, I, I have the same question because like if you think about if you took your conscious not it's not, not taking your consciousness necessarily it's taking your your personality is taking like traits of that it's like almost and maybe i don't understand it well enough but it sounds like it's almost like creating a artificial intelligence version of you that's not you those aren't your memories that's like a uh, artificial like you still die and cease to exist however a version of your online self maybe continues to exist but is that consciousness is that your self you know what i mean so the, what he says initially is, is they're going to use it for things of people with like disabilities that sure. you can like help people regain the use of their limbs right. or you could uh, or like for vision and stuff like that. But ultimately, yeah, he's trying to live forever by capturing his essence in the machine. And frankly, like there's a philosophical debate about it. One where it's like, no, 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 I have the spirit of some god inside of me, and when I die, it escapes and goes to the sacred place or whatever, or Two, that as soon as we figure out how information is stored in our cells and transmitted, like, would it be any different if it's the exact same data that you have an exact copy of your brain 
and it works the same way, could it not still be you if they took the bolt gun to you and the cloner and like and then put that memory back into you? Could you not be the same person? Well, I think that like a that other per <clears throat> I think about it this way. If if the neural link version of me existed at the same time as me and I cease to exist and that thing continues, I don't continue, right? Like, so therefore, yeah. like, a, a version of me maybe does continue, but, like, we can continue, if we can exist at the same time, there's some sort of, like, we're still, di- it's like, we're still different beings, right? Dif- like, we could go our different ways, neural link version of me and me, and, like, if I die, I still die, you know? And, like, some version of me might exist, but who does that benefit other than, the people around me, I suppose, who, you know, but I don't know. It's, it's a, like a weird philosophical question that I've never been able to like fully wrap my head around. Well, it's because we don't know. Yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, so I don't think I've ever been more excited for an auction, but simultaneously bummed at the same time. Sotheby's will be auctioning off the full skeleton of a Tyrannosaurus relative at the end of July. It's called Gorgosaurus. Sounds awesome. And it lived about 10 million years before the T-Rex. It's not quite as big either, about 10 feet tall. Tiny little arms. Still like a feature that you got, right? And... um for me, I think it would be the absolute perfect thing to put into a living room with large ceilings and decorate it Christmas and Halloween and stuff. Now, the downside to Gorgosaurus is it's expected to sell for about $5 million, an amount I surely can't get the cash together for in time. However, 
The auction's not until the 28th or 9th, I can't remember, and there's a lot of lottery drawings between now and then. So... I, that's... I, I don't know much about money, uh, <laughs> and about like having a lot of money, and so, yeah. so um, just trying to estimate how much things are going to cost beyond a certain amount of, you know, dollar amount <clears throat> is really difficult for me. Um, and you, if you're not able to scrounge around a measly $5 million in, <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> but I guess like $5 million doesn't seem like that much for a dino bone. Like for, like for an <laughs> for entire skeleton, bro. It's that, a 10 foot tall skeleton. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, it's like $5 million. Like if I was a person with a lot of money, uh, I would feel like you know, $5 million, $5 million, whatever, you know, great. I'll, I'll, I'll drop five million dollars on a dino skeleton and a ten foot tall dino skeleton. Like it just does. Does that seem cheap? <laughs> it seems unreasonably inexpensive. Yeah. Like, I, like if okay, if you're listening to this and you have, let's say, twenty million dollars or more, um, please leave a review and let us know if that seems like a reasonable amount of money for a dinosaur skeleton. Okay, I've got the perfect scenario. I was, um, Formula One was in Montreal a few weeks ago, and I can't remember which driver it was, but one of the driver camps made friends with George St. Pierre, the UFC fighter. Um, and he, he, I don't know if he's a good or bad person or whatever, but he's yeah. a hell of a martial artist, and he was real good at UFC until he sort of semi-retired. But, like, that's the guy you don't want to fight, and it's the guy you beat up on him for 10 minutes, and he doesn't look like anything happened, and then he taps you out and yeah. has his... BJJ black belt everything else the guy is a monster and I start I'm like oh I never thought about how people like that would be on social media too like I just forget that people would have social media presences and I just only follow like a handful yeah. of people and then and so I go to this thing and like it turns out that he's a huge he like loves dinosaur bones and uh, what do you call it not skeletons but like sure. uh, what do you call a artifact that's a skeleton that's a uh, fossils fossil yeah yeah. And I'm like, George St. Pierre's got $5 million, dude. At least. I mean, like, you think if I were, even if I weren't that into, like, fossils or dinosaurs, but I was, like, a professional basketball, baseball, like, whatever player. What and, a flex. Yeah, I might be like, oh, oh, you mean that? Like, I just dropped, I, just, I don't even know how much I spent on that 10-foot tall Gorg- Gregosaurus that's in <laughs> my <laughs> in my living room. Like, just to be able to, like, have it. In, in it probably in one of your houses. Don't even have it in the house that you spend all your time in. Just like put it in another one of your houses. That way you'd be like, oh yeah, my T Rex house. Yeah, that thing. Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's like you have hundred. Like some of these people are like hundred million dollars a year contracts. It's like five million dollars is nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some of those soccer players are making three hundred fifty thousand a week, yeah. and that's in pounds. Like holy crazy. Yeah, like uh, friggin' uh, uh, what's his face? Phil Foden goes to his bank. He's a soccer player for uh, yeah. uh, Manchester City. He goes to his bank and he says, hey, uh, I, I know I only make $350,000 a week. Um, but How I'm, fast can I afford this? <laughs> I'm going to need a loan. And the bank's like, for what? Just a, a, something something else, <laughs> something. But you know I'm good for it because I make hella money. It's like, But then imagine you have a bank making a loan for a 10-foot dollar Gregosaurus. 10-foot tall Gorgosaurus. Gorgosaurus. No, no, Gregosaurus is fun. Gregosaurus, yeah. Uh, so then, like, okay, I've got several things to respond with. One, okay. if you do this and you're a decent person, you have it in your living room for a year, you get your Christmas card photos where you're in its mouth and you put blood everywhere and it's hilarious, right? And then you 
donate it to the you either make it into a cat tree or you donate it to the local natural history museum. Yeah, your obvious two choices with anything is like cat tree or donate it to the museum of natural history. Yeah, at least temporarily, right? right. And then it goes somewhere else, and they make the room for it, and maybe sure. you pay for the wing that it goes into or something or whatever. You know, that's a. Uh, if I'm somebody I, I, that's dropping five million dollars on a dino skeleton. Um, I also hope that I have a bunch of other millions of dollars that I yeah. could then go to like the Louvre and just say, hey, I'm going to give you so much money that you're going to put this dino head right in the point where people would otherwise be seeing Mona Lisa. But instead, it's just going to look like Mona Lisa, but with the dinosaur, the Gregosaurus head in front of it. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Two, there's a person who lives on Lake Washington that has uh, that has a Tyrannosaurus skeleton in their living room you could go by on a boat and at night the living room is lit up and there's a tyrannosaurus skeleton in there that they that's, have one of the five complete or like near complete skeletons that's incredible. it's just in someone's home on lake washington and that is a person that i definitely want to become friends with and three did i ever tell you about what i would do if i won like the ridiculous lottery money ah i've all i want to sponsor like t-mobile park and change it to tyrannosaurus stadium <laughs> <laughs> and like don't get any corporate anything for it just purely piss away like you win like half a billion dollars and just put like a quarter of it into the 10-year naming rights of yeah. a stadium yeah but like have like you know like a flintstone style dinosaur slide for the kids and stuff like that and have like a big like replica t-rex out front that's like roaring and then every time someone hits a home run have the roar sound go off like yeah. a crazy jurassic park one and like yeah. just fully lean in on like dinosaurs and oh. specifically like the tyrannosaurus you could call it uh instead of t-mobile park you could call it jurassic park um <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then, like, of course, then at the concession stand, you can buy like a sl- like a sandwich. It's a Jurassic pork right. sandwich or something like that. You know, yeah. like, um, I feel like uh, like if a player gets injured out in the field and they got to bring the cart out to put them on the back, they have to yabba dabba do it and like run with their little feet. <laughs> <underneath>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they have yeah, to play yeah. that sound effect over the over the the PA yeah. system. Oh, they're so just all neat. these like, all these little things. Yeah. In, instead of having uh uh like parachuters come into the stadium at the beginning of the game. Um, oh no! Instead of having a flyover of like the United States military, just eight pterodactyls. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> That's what okay. I'm saying. I'm so into all of this. This is yeah. so yeah. I think it's a good use of money, right? Like if you're going to be obscenely rich and use it for obnoxious things, don't. Yeah. Don't be a dick like Bezos or whatever. Do something cool. Like, make everyone have some joy. Yeah. Put your, uh, you could, uh, if you had a bunch of money, you could sponsor something like the uh, um, exit door at a local uh, music venue. There's <laughs> an idea. Come, coming soon to a, a venue that I can't disclose to you right now. Soon. <laughs> There's a good idea, Gregosaurus. <laughs> Okay, well, um, and now let's move on to some news that sucks. A videographer for a news station in Sioux Falls, whichever Dakota that is, I don't ever remember. <laughs> I think it's the south one. He was out getting some B-roll when he came across, like, the scariest-looking rabbit of all time. A pretty normal bunny, except his face is covered in tentacles. Worse than, like, a Japanese pervy movie, too. It's, like, really horrifying. It looks like Cthulhu is making the leap from sea to land, or, like... <laughs> What it would look like if you, what would happen if you had an octopus that <laughs> in a rabbit's brain and it started growing out its face? Uh, it's like it's like using your Cthulhu analogy. It's it's almost like they caught they caught Cthulhu, like 
that entire evolutionary chain like we just happened like that b-roll photographer just happened to catch it at the one point that's just like oh come on man right now like right now like trust me i'm gonna be a big scary tentacled rabbit like i'm gonna be huge it's gonna be terrifying you're all gonna die because i'm gonna kill all of you eat all of you but like right now like you can give me pictures of me right now (laughs) well it's like uh when zoidberg loses his when he molts his shell and he's just like a big gelatinous beast that flops around it's now this thing is like horrifying and um I just really don't know how to describe it better than the Cthulhu thing. If like you watch yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow fighting the isn't that Cthulhu that the he's Kraken. fighting? I the, thought it was a Kraken, but yeah. Kraken, yeah. Whatever Something it is. Like that, yeah. The guy with the tentacles on his face. Only you have a cute little bun oh, that Davy looks like Jones. Yeah, Davy Jones, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, only you have a bunny rabbit that looks like it's I don't know, like it. It, it looks just absolutely horrifying. I don't know how to, like it's like a like a bunny rabbit meets the predator right. or something like that. It's yeah, yeah. it's it's like you sent it to me and it was like uh, what you know what sort of satanic rituals like spawned this thing and I was like oh the satanic ritual that spawned this thing is for sure cancer like this bunny just <laughs> this bunny just has cancer and it's like it's like yeah. terrifying but it's also just very sad like this bunny oh. is like trying to eat through yeah, all of a- these things. It, I guess it's just like obviously like the, the the answer to the question of the week of if you yeah, were to grow. Wait, 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 so let's do it. What's the question of the week then? The question of the week is if you grew tentacles on any part of your body, what part would you choose? <laughs> now I already said that you can't say your ween, uh, yeah. but I also think it's important that we all just recognize that the answer is not your face because as we've seen in this bunny, it looks awful. However, yeah. now that I think about it, if you like like octopus seem to have pretty good control over their tentacles like incredible amount of like dexterity and and control over them and, and they can do some amazing things like if you had those things around on and around your face like imagine being able to grab like a slice of pizza three feet away and like being <laughs> able to like not have to li- look up from your phone where you're texting uh and have this like pizza all of a sudden in your mouth <laughs> all right N- this is way better than my two ideas, which are on your nips. Uh, yeah, okay, obviously. <laughs> or where you get a tramp stamp. <laughs> you look like uh, you look like that Pokemon, uh, Ninetales. You have like the <laughs> stick it out. No, I, I honestly my like my first thought. It could wipe your ass for you. Yeah. <laughs> My my first thought was um was actually well okay my first thought was a penis um but like what your penis is the what penis you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah of course um but my uh if I'm being honest that was my first my very first thought my sure. second thought though was like each of your fingers had tentacles at the end of them you got a visceral reaction from me there <laughs> yeah, did you just throw up like it felt like ugh. like uh uh just imagine I don't know like would you would you be good at piano? Like, what would that help you with? I guess, like, I don't... you're like the grossest Wolverine. Like, <laughs> ah. tickle fight. The opposite of like these adamantium uh, uh, claws. <laughs> Squidigizium is. <laughs> Your spirit fingers are incredible. Jazz hands, no one tops them. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, but what's like, what's like the real, like, what would be the most beneficial place to have, to have tentacles? <laughs> I mean, somewhere in your pleasure zones for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, sure that's like, got to be it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that we're out of time, and so there's a couple stories that we won't get to this week. One of them is about a new trash cannon that's going to be installed on the International Space Station that can shoot a 200 pound bag of trash 
that's not me from the space station into the atmosphere. And the other one is, we should just do this one. A shape-shifting robot swarm of tiny teeth cleaners is being tested by students at UPenn for cleaning the bacteria away from your chompers or tentacles. Uh, little teeth cleaning robots are finally here. They use magnets to stick to one another, like those like little metal spheres that people have on their desks. Yeah, I don't know what those are called, yeah. buckyballs or something yeah. like that. Um, and so they'll use these tiny little magnets to like move around your teeth and stick together, and potentially little neutralizing agents in there. It's not lasers, but I don't know what. Now the question that immediately comes to my mind though is like kind of like they look kind of like your gums. They're like little pink type things, and I'm sure they have to have some sort of protect of cover or something on them but like the first thing that comes to mind is what happens if they get stuck in your teeth like how creepy is that gonna be and they're smaller than like a poppy seed so you can easily floss them out of the way which is good i guess and then i start to think about like what's the other purpose that we could use it for like let's not just stop at your teeth like you're gonna swallow them so let's make them do something else in your body like beat up covid cells or cancer or something like that and then it hit me you could clean plaque out of your arteries. They're already designed for that in your teeth, I guess, maybe. Why not turn to your arteries? Then they could take over your brain and use your body as a robot human host. (laughs) Infiltrate the government and put all the humans into the juicer. Then have unlimited power forever. It just seems to really advance well. There's just like a little lady who swallowed the fly, and then that fly cleaned her teeth and then took her over and uh, became, made her uh, become the fly overlord president of the world. You get it. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, I just. Like, but at least I, she had a, a, a very white smile. <laughs> I just think a lot about how, like, we've. I think in the last 20 years, teeth technology has gotten a lot better, but it's really still people with metal things scraping in your mouth to get rid of plaque, right? That's, like, yeah. really the essence of it. Now I, they have, like, hypersonic things and stuff like that that make it a little bit better and, yeah. and Invisalign which we've both done and stuff yeah. to like to help you with that in that capacity but really it's still like drill holes filled with cement yeah like I mean think about uh, I thought about this recently I was talking to a co-worker so you know we had a baby six months ago and, and my co-worker had a baby eight months ago and so we were talking and she was asking how the birth went it's it's like weird when you have a kid right like you all I thought sudden, it was gonna come out the b- it was weird yeah, I, didn't I, do that. I was yeah. like super super surprised by that um <laughs> And anyway, it's like weird the things you talk about when you everybody has kids and everything yeah. that you, used to be really gross all of a sudden becomes like not off limits. <clears throat> anyway, but like the conversation went like birth sucks. Like it's still a pretty terrible process for almost everybody involved. And it seems like for a species that's been doing this for millennia, we would have figured this out by now. In a similar vein, it's like we are like when you go to the dentist and a dentist is coming in uh, to deliver your baby. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, when the dentist comes in and is like, all right, we're going to clean your mouth the same way we did 200 years ago with this little knife and we're going to scrape the shit out of your teeth. Yeah, man. The Like you watch Star Wars even and Queen Amidala gives birth to those two babies and all yeah. they have is like a robot skirt and a scoop, like a yeah. Baskin Robbins scooper bot yeah. that's like. <laughs> it's it's all the same except she that it's a robot doing it. She appears to have lost the will to now. live. Yeah. Such garbage. God damn it. God. I had COVID and I watched six of the six of the whatever 11 movies that the yeah. Star Wars world has and I liked them better than I thought I would. Anyway. Okay. Well, we got to wrap it up, Brandon. So um, I guess that brings us to the end of another very heady episode asking the big question what did we learn this week? Gosh, I don't know. Gregor, what did you learn this week? <laughs> 
good deflection. I learned that in order to properly bubble-tize the planet, we're going to need something the size of Brazil and an orbit that stays stable between the Earth and the Sun. Instead of just stopping mowing down Brazil, we're going to go ahead and launch something else into space. What if we just launched Brazil into space? Just at least Bolsonaro. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you lost the World Cup 7-1. to one. You're going to space now. <laughs> this is on you. Yeah. You represent your whole country. Get out of here. Yeah. How about you, Brandon? What did you learn this week? I learned that um, while I still can't afford a Gorgosaurus, that I'm a lot closer than I thought I would have been. <laughs> Someone hit me up on, on Twitter to be like, you know, there's a Triceratops head that's selling for 300000 And I was like, well, sell it my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will live inside of that. Sorry, wife who hates me anyway. We're getting out of here. <laughs> it do- doesn't matter. My wife is going to leave me anyway. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> More uh, room for me in the Stegosaurus skull. <laughs> to try to top, but yes. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gregor, do you learn anything else this week? God, man. I uh, I learned that I should have talked about NASA taking out the trash and less about the tentacle bunny. <laughs> oh, dude. Tentacle bunny. Like, oh, we came up with some good names for the tentacle bunny. Uh, was it a octo hair? Uh, was it a uh, raptopus? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. A squibbit? <laughs> a squibbit. Yeah, it's a squibbit. <laughs> a crabbit. I tried to say butthole hair, like, <laughs> but I don't know if I can. If I'm I don't know that. where the butthole part came from. <laughs> I was just looking for something that had hair on it. And so yeah, it yeah. Like... <laughs> anyway, good show. Nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah! Join us live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on the Odyssey app, or from the Odyssey app, you can listen to the podcast, or of course, on any podcast provider that you choose. We love having you here. Thanks so much. Share it and tell a friend and all that stuff. And remember to tweet at us with your answers to the question of the week. Thanks, Brandon. Bye. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend a only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 